Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. This is episode 32. As we approach the new year, Renee and I thought we'd discuss a topic that's really important to us, our paper planners. We are going to talk about the physical planners that we currently use and review some planners that we used in the past. Also, for everyone celebrating this week, we want to wish you a very happy Hanukkah. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you wedding rock star work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. My name is Renee Dallow, and I am here as always with my favorite person, Mindy Marzik. Say hi, Mindy. Oh. Hi, I'm your favorite. Oh my goodness. I mean, don't tell my husband or <laughs> my other friends, but yeah, you're my favorite. Well, that's very sweet. How are you? Oh. I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. We um, were recording this right after Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yes, it was very chill. Oh, good. Yeah. Was it just you or did you have... We had one friend come over. Well, oh, technically nice. we had three friends come over, but one friend for dinner and then two more joined us for dessert, which was a far cry from the usual like 20 to 30 people that I feed every year. So I was very calm. It was very good. <laughs> yeah, I remember that normally you kind of have everybody, everyone who needs a place to go can go. Yeah, well, I had a wedding two days after Thanksgiving this year, so I had to reconsider how much energy I had for, <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Low key. Yes, we kept it. We kept it chill. How about you? Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. We actually did an early Thanksgiving uh, with my family uh, the weekend before, the Saturday before. So on Thanksgiving actual day, we didn't really do much of anything. I kind of worked all day, and then we we picked up turkey sandwiches from our local diner and ate them in front of the TV. So it was pretty chill too. Yeah. I super love that. I love a chill holiday. So I know. Yeah. All the chill holidays, please. So uh, as you can tell from our convo, Mindy and I are recording this uh, in the last week of November. And, you know, as does happen this time of year, we are both looking toward our next year and wondering, you know, how we're going to do some goal setting, how we're going to stay on track, how we're going to set ourselves up for success. And I can tell you that Mindy and I, Mindy and I have been friends for a long time. And um, for us, that looks like buying planners. <laughs> yeah. Renee and I are both approximately 1000 years old and we still use yeah. paper planners. Correct. I don't think I'll ever get rid of it. I just, I'm too, it's like a comfort item. I love that. Wait, so when you're like, if I say, Mindy, let's go to lunch tomorrow at noon, you write that in a book. Yes, but I also use my Google Calendar. I, I guess I'm like a hybrid paper planner plus my Google Calendar because I like the reminders on my phone. Yes. Okay. So we're going to get there, but I just in case you're wondering um, what the hell we're talking about, today's episode is going to be talking about all the different paper planners Mindy and I have used over the years because we have used so many over the years and sort of the pros and cons of each and what we're using now and what we're going to use next year and just talking through the whole thing. But I agree with you, Mindy. I'm also a hybrid in that I, my planner is different than my calendar. Those are two very different things for me. Yes. I use them in different ways. Uh, so with my 
paper planners, I generally write my to-do list and all the little tasks that I need to get done during the day. And then I'll also write down appointments so that it's right there in front of me. Uh, For my Google Calendar, that's where I keep track of any content that I have to do. So if I have to write a blog post, I will put the blog post on that day uh, to remind me. So I have my content calendar kind of laid out on my Google Calendar. And then that's also where I put my appointments because I do have it set up to give me an alert uh, half an hour or so before um, an appointment or, you know, like, for example, when we schedule our podcast recordings, I put that in my Google calendar. So it will remind me half an hour before that I have an appointment because I am horrible with time management. I feel like everyone is horrible with time management. I feel like I'm horrible. I feel like everyone I talk to is like, oh, time management. Like, I don't really talk to anybody who's like, yeah, I got that down on lock. So I feel like some people are really, really good at it. Like they wake up and they know exactly what's happening. And I just kind of lose track of the day. So that's why I really like my Google Calendar. But I, I just have, I love the satisfaction of writing down a task and then crossing it off when I'm done. Mm, me too. I'm a big, that's why I love my lists. But yes. I will say, I use my, I use the Google Calendar. I mean, like I live and die by the Google Calendar. And for me, the Google Calendar is every single appointment, every single, I mean, anything that I have to do, whether it's a phone call or a meeting or a blog post that's due if I'm writing for an outside publication or just something, anything that is required of me goes in the Google Calendar because if it's not in there, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. But I always use my planners for like, um, longer term goals you know like and even if it's weekly but long term like saying so yeah I it's funny how we how we use them sort of similarly but differently differently in that like I was looking back at one of my planners that we'll talk about in a minute um, from 2016 and I was looking at my quarterly goals and I was like oh I actually ended up doing all these not necessarily in that particular quarter but by the end of the year Everything I had written down got done so for me the planner is more like a dreaming scheming kind of thing that I can check in with depending on how the planner is set up, but anything that has to like be done tomorrow by Friday, whatever that has to go in the Google calendar. Otherwise it just, I, I literally, my husband will ask me like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know. Let me check because once it's in the calendar, I forget, like I, I literally, I'm like, someone else is taking care of remembering that for me. And her name is Google. (laughs) Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I always have to put everything in the calendar or else um, I don't understand people who actually have their calendar in a pl- in a paper book. That's what I'm like when I say to someone like, "Are you busy next Wednesday?" and they're like, "I don't know. I have to go home and check my like my yeah. agenda." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I, I just put, like to have it in my hand. Yeah, I'm the same way, and that way I can do it on my desktop or I can put it in on my phone, and it cross populates. You know, so I'm a, I'm a total fan of the Google Calendar, but. Today, we want to talk about all of the paper planners that we've tried, because between the two of us, we have tried a lot. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, we can't even talk about all the ones we've tried. We're going to talk about the ones that are like that are still on the market. eh? (laughs) And that, you know, that we that we have some good pros and cons to the ones that were like just cons. I, I didn't conclude those on my list. I don't know about you. No, I just did the ones that I've used for. Uh, I I gave it a good try. And then there's the one that I use now. But why don't you go ahead and share? We each have three that we're going to talk about. So why don't you go ahead and start yours and then I'll share mine when you're done. 
Cool. So the first one I want to talk about is uh, a planner called the Daily Greatness Business Planner. And then the subtitle is an actionable plan for expanding your mind and exploding your business. So oh. obviously that's why I bought it because hello. And it the what the version I have is a bright yellow colored, um, like soft. It's it's a big book. It's I'm actually holding it now and it's like very I mean it's probably ten pounds. This thing is heavy. Whoa. Um yeah, it's very large. Uh and it's about the size of like a small magazine, you know, like uh as far as like big Bigness. Oh, okay. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not like a pocket situation. No. Um, and I bought this because um, I really liked the prompts. So basically the way this is laid out is that um, it's laid out by quarter. First of all, the first section is like, what are your yearly goals? Then it's laid out by quarter. And then it literally breaks down month by month and then even week by week. So the instructions that come with this um, encourage you to uh, every Sunday night, before your business week starts to sit down and fill out the action pages and fill out, fill out the day to day. And let's see, I was able to keep up with this in 2016 until this is another badge of honor. How long did you use the product yeah, in the year? The way that you, it's um, intended. Exactly. So I think it looks like I made it to July, which is pretty, that's pretty good. darn good. Yeah. The thing that I didn't like about this one um, speaks to what we just spoke about is that I like to keep a digital calendar. So part of the thing every every Sunday was that the encouragement was to like basically write down what you were doing every day. And for me, that was just that's a lot. Yeah, it was just copying what was already in my my digital calendar. And I was like, this feels tedious. I don't want to do this anymore. However, it does have some really great prompts at the top of each day. You know, like it says, today I commit to using these three empowering words as often as possible. Um, three attitude adjustments I'm working on this week. Um, today I choose to be happy because, and like just prompts for you to fill in and it's, mm -hmm. they're small areas. It doesn't, you know, require you to write like an essay page, which is probably another thing that I really liked about it. And then every week has like a priority planner where it kind of breaks it down into like what is actually urgent, <laughs> what yeah. is a hopeful thing and what can wait. So when I was using it, I was, I found myself being very productive. The reason I stopped using it is because I was, um, you know, the double entry of the actual day-to-day -day appointments got really annoying for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But this brand is called Daily Greatness, and they have a bunch of planners, not just business. They have a yoga planner, a wellness planner. They have a household planner. So it's not – I happen to buy the business one, um, but they have many other, you know, specialties if, if you don't want to do a business planner. Although if you're listening to us, you probably do want to do a business planner. <laughs> yeah, so it sounds like – they focus more on like goal setting, like what are your yearly yeah. goals? What are your quarterly goals? How are you keeping mm -hmm. up with them, you know, and checking in? Absolutely. It's goal setting and also a lot of like mindset shift. Like I definitely, when I was using it, felt like it was very nice to be reminded that like, what are you grateful for? Yeah. You know, what are you happy for today? And like sometimes when you're just so far into your business and, you know, especially back in 2016, when I was using, you know, the, this particular book, I was so focused on like growth, growth, growth. And like, moving the needle that I think it was nice to have a reminder of like, you can have a little softness in there too. You yeah. don't have to just work your brains off. Yeah. Although I do that anyway. So <laughs> just keeping it real guys, just keeping it real. So that one sounds good. Yeah. That one, I would say I, that one I actually do recommend. And when I was looking over it in preparation for this episode, I was like, Oh, why did I stop using this? And then I realized it was just because of that double entry. But if you're someone who likes to keep a paper calendar, that might be the most excellent thing for you. Yeah, sure. So um, the second one I want to talk about is called the Thrive Planner. Now, this is kind of a cheat for this episode because it's not 
sold as a physical planner. You can print it out and make it a physical planner, or you can do it online. Um, or like it's a download to your desktop and you can use it on the computer. So this was um, back in 2015. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, oh, I love putting things on the computer. I'm going to love this. I'm going to fill it all out every week on the computer. Um, but in in the end, it ended up feeling a lot like work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's kind of the thing with all these planners that have like the extra prompts and stuff. I was just like, who has the time for this? I know it's all good for you, but I'm kind of like, who has the time? So especially if it's something online, like yeah. I'm online already so often. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I thought that would be a benefit of it for me, but it turns out that for my personality, I actually do really like writing with a pen and paper. And so for me, the Thrive Planner, it didn't, it was, it was a, a no-go for me, but I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to check it out. Cause if you're someone again, who likes the online experience or, you know, if you're, maybe if you don't like your handwriting or, you know, yeah. you don't really get a Zen, a Zen feeling from handwriting things the Thrive Planner might be for you. Also, you can print it out. That also felt kind of daunting to me to print like an entire planner for the year. Like, yeah, I do like getting fit pretty things in the mail. Um, so that was the Thrive Planner. And then the uh, the one that persists, and I say that because this this 2019 will be the third year I'm attempting to uh, use these correctly and, and with some longevity are the Power Sheets. Uh, power sheets are from a company called Cultivate What Matters um, that is run by Laura Casey. Uh, it's very, very, very popular planning guide, uh, at least our, in our creative in our creative community in our creative circles. Um, and I will say that I think I have a little more clarity on how I'm going to use the this this year. And here's why: I often get overwhelmed with like wanting to plan all the things and use all the systems and incorporate everything and do it all at once. And this is where I've traditionally failed. So what I've decided this year is that, uh, as we talked about in a previous episode, Mindy and I are both doing holiday council with Molly Mayhar. And a big part of HOCO is goal setting. So what I've decided to do is completely finish HOCO this year, get to the third week, you know, get my goals in order, get them broken down by quarter, and then implement them within the power sheets. Oh, interesting. Can you tell me a little bit about like how the power sheets are set up? Because I've heard the name, but I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a ton of tabs. If you're looking at it, it's like a pretty, um, a pretty thick spiral bound book. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a ton of tabs. So the first tab is goals. And that's the work that you do before, you know, ideally before the year starts. And it's, it's a pretty hefty, um, it's a pretty hefty, like, you know, situation here. I mean, there's a whole, there's a getting to know me section. There's a letting go, um, meeting your fears, the big picture. Um, you know, you write down all the good things that worked last year, all the challenges, you know, what things are you waiting on? What is unresolved for you, which I kind of like. Yeah. Lessons you learned. So it's a lot of looking back and then, you know, looking forward as well. What I'm saying no to, what I'm saying yes to, what fires me up. Uh, there's a whole section on my why. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, it's also very beautiful that that helps. Um, and then there's a there's a page, the prompt says my most purposeful year, which I always love. It's your word for the year. It's some of the HOCO work definitely carries over into the power sheets. And then once you get past the goals, what you have are monthly tabs. And so they encourage you to do the work looking at your month. So it doesn't go quarterly, although there is like a like a spring tab where you can like a clear the clutter checklist. There is a summer tab, which is about like cultivating what matters. That's a lot of obviously their, you know, their thing is moving through life with intention. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like that it's monthly 
And there is not a place where you have to duplicate your calendar. So it's not necessarily about what you're doing uh, day to day, but it's about like, what what is your tending list for the month? What is your monthly goal? Okay. So it's more like you can break down, like if you have a big project, you can break down what the steps are and when you're going to do them. Yes. Yes. And the thing that I like about the power sheets is that there's a lot of, there's a lot of encouraging quotes as you proceed. So like right now I'm looking at February and it's this beautiful page and it says little by little progress adds up. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like it's sort of helping you as you grow, as you, as you go. And then also to grow, Mm -hmm. grow what lasts longer than you, you know, like so many of these beautiful quotes. It also encourages you to prepare for the season ahead. So like the summertime you're prepared, it says like, what are you preparing for the fall? Very cool. Um, So yeah, my goal is to like get through this this year. (laughs) (laughs) There's also like a bunch of stickers and you can, they kind of make it very like actionable, very try to keep it really fun. A few years ago before they, I think before they were selling the bound copies, or maybe I just didn't purchase the bound. I purchased one that was in a binder, uh, which I liked because I could take the pages out and write on them. Oh yeah. So yeah, which I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you can still buy it that way, but nevertheless, the way they bind it is this very, very big, big, thick binding. And so all the pages lay flat, which is important to me. Oh yeah. I hate when you can't like write close to the center. Right. Yeah. And I have to have my good pens, which could be a whole other episode, which I will never do, but my, my, my pens are a whole thing. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. What about you, Min? All right. Well, mine are, well, I'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it as they go along. I was going to say that they're a little bit like different. Cause I feel like I'm a little bit more like Virgo type A than, than you are maybe. Um, and I'm more, <laughs> I'm very more like analytical and I don't, the frou-frou stuff. I don't know. I have a tough time with it, but we'll get we'll get to that. So the first paper planner that I started using was the very well-known Franklin Covey system. You know what? I don't actually know. I mean, I've heard of it, but like, what is it? So Franklin Covey, it's Stephen Covey is the guy who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Oh. When I worked at a mortgage company, they had some kind of partnership with them or something because I took this like day-long seminar that you could sign up for and they taught you about goal setting and planning out your day and planning out your month life whatever and at the end they gave us free Franklin Covey planners so I just used it for years because that's what the company I worked for used and recommended so the Franklin Covey system is all about figuring out what the not only your goals but like how are you going to get there like what they have this concept of stones so they tell you to do the big stone first so there's a section uh on your in your daily planner where it says what's your big stone for the day you know and you write that down and the idea is that you do the big stuff first and get it out of the way and then you can do the rest of the stuff on your list that sounds a lot like the eat the frog concept yeah exactly it's very similar uh, they also have the other thing that I remember, and I don't, it's so funny because I'm such, I have such hoarding tendencies, but uh, like last year I threw away all my old Franklin Covey uh, pages that I had been keeping for years, like for no reason. <laughs> and I was just like, why would I ever need these again? And then this weekend I was looking for my Franklin Covey pages. I'm like, why did I throw them all away? Um but I remember the concept of the stones, the big stone. And then there, the other one I remember is the concept of sharpening the saw, which is kind of like self-care. 
So, you know, like what are what are the things that you're doing this week or this month to sharpen the saw? So, you know, if you need to take a break, if you need to go on vacation, if you need to get a massage, uh, if you just need to like take a nap in the middle of the day, like those are all the concepts of sharpen the saw. It's what are the little self-care things you need to do in order to move those big stones? I love that. It has such an aggressive name for something so... Uh... I know. <laughs> So nice. I was like, what is it going to be? Oh, it's self-care. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's the concept of like, if you have a saw and you're chopping down a tree and the saw gets dull, it's going to take you longer to chop down the tree. Oh, for sure. It's just a very masculine way to put it, I think. It is. And you know what? The whole system, looking back on it, is kind of a very masculine system, like pick up the big stones and sharpen the (laughs) saw. But, you know, it's the concept of, you know, do the big things first and get them out of the way and do some self-care. So I I did like it for that aspect. Um, I actually switched from the Franklin Covey system uh, a few years ago, and I decided to try the desire map from Danielle Laporte. Now, can I tell you when you told me you were getting this, I was like, really? Because this seems very touchy-feely for you. Well, that's what I was getting at earlier. And you're right. It was too touchy-feely for me. Even when you told me, I was like, why? Like, I don't you know. Well, I bought her book and I like, so if you don't know who Danielle Laporte is, she came up with um, this concept called the desire map, which is a concept where you, instead of writing down the things you want to do, you write down the things that you want to feel or the way that you want to feel. So instead of saying like, I need to go to yoga three times a week, Instead, you think of like, I need to feel more mindful. I want to feel more mindful as I'm going through my day, or I want to uh, feel better when I'm walking upstairs. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just it. I don't know a lot about Danielle Laporte's specific work in in like how the planner works, but um, I'm just I, I know I'm a little more woo woo maybe than you are, but my type A cannot handle that because I'd be like, great, I would like to feel more rested, but that's not going to work unless I like go to bed. <laughs> so for me, you know, I, I don't know. I think that would be a hard leap. I totally get you. I just I, I you know, I read the book and I kind of got like, yes, uh, this this is speaking to me. So I got her planner and she does. And so the way the planner is set up is that it has, you know, the two page spread with one week over it. So it has Monday through Sunday with little sections where you write down what you need to do. Mm -hmm. And then you turn the page and it has a two page spread of what she calls, well, they're different prompts one of them is called soul prompt. One says stop doing one says want to change. And one says gratitude and every with every week they change. So this one I'm looking at right now says soul prompt. How do you want to feel when you go to bed tonight? And then the next one says, stop doing. And then it says, don't take any crap. And then you can write about, you know, whatever, whatever that prompt makes you feel. Well, I like that part. The point is that every week you're supposed to fill out these soul prompts to make yourself feel better. I don't know. Like, this is the part where they're, they yeah. like lost me. So that part didn't work for you as much. You think? That part didn't work. I mean, I'm looking through my planner from uh, two years ago and I have absolutely nothing written down for any of the soul prompts or yeah. anything like that. Like I you were not gave up it. on it Im- immediately. Um, but if that's, you know, if that's your thing, then the the goal is to, you know, sit down every week like you were talking about with the daily greatness planner. But this is maybe a little more soulful and introspective. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to write down, you know, sit down with it once a week and, and answer all these prompts. And they're different, you know, like I turn the page and and this one says soul prompt. What do you wish people knew about you? So it's a bunch of different yeah. little questions to kind of make you think about your life and your habits and all that stuff. So I used this for one year before I realized that it was just, it was too many pages. Mm. Cause it's a, it's a pretty thick um, planner. Cause you have your week and then you turn the page and then there's all these soul prompts and it's like right. that for every week. And it's just a little too much. Is there any sort of prompt like for like quarterly or overall through the year, or is it just basically week by week? There's a section at the beginning where you kind of write, let me go back to it so I can say it properly. So it says, you know, how do I want to feel in this year? And it says my core desired feelings, which I think is probably a lot like the theme of the year and in holiday council, you know, my major, my intentions and goals, how will I fulfill them? So there's a, there's a section where you can write out these prompts, Um, but that's about it. I don't see any tabs for like a quarterly check-in or anything. I think it's just at the beginning of the year. And then every week after that, you can, you can make your notes. All right. So I feel like that planner might be somewhat might be best for someone who is a little bit more like woo woo into in tune with their oh, yeah. like inner emotions or whatnot. I mean, Danielle has a huge following. So there's definitely oh, yeah. a, a an audience out there for this type of book. I tried it for one year and it just didn't work for me. Yeah. I will tell you what does work for me. Tell um, us. And I've been using this for a couple of years now. And that is the Erin Condren planners. And now I want to make sure I disclose that Erin Condren is a company that does a lot of blog partnerships with me and my website. But the reason I partnered with them and reached out to them is because I loved their planners so much and I wanted to work with them. So, um, you know, I typically don't promote anything on my website if I don't already love the product. No, for sure. So what is it about the Erin Condren system that you enjoy? You know what? The Erin Condren system is, their books are called Life Planners. And it's just, it's simple. It's a simple system. It gives you a month overview, and then it gives you the two-page spread with your week. And that's it. There's like nothing, there's no other prompts. There's nothing telling you how you need to feel or (laughs) talking about your feelings or like, you know, so it's just, it's very simple. It's very colorful. Like every month tab has a fun little quote on it. They have a ton of different designs and then they come with little stickers. I think people really love the stickers. So it comes with little stickers. So you can, you know, some of them say happy birthday, celebrate to do, uh, and you can put those on the, on the days. So, um, I really, I love the stickers. <laughs> no, it's funny because there's so many stickers in the power sheets and I, I haven't used them, but I maybe I will. Maybe the stickers are what I'm missing. Yeah, the stickers are fun. So uh, Are Erin Condren's the ones you can get at Staples? You know, I know that she they're available somewhere. I don't know if it's Staples, but I know that she has a kind of like a retail line and then you can buy a ton of stuff from her website. Because uh, I feel like I've, I've peeked through some, one of her products at one point and I was like, oh, this is really colorful and fun. Yeah, they're really colorful in front. That's kind of what she's known for is that they're just, it's kind of like simple, fun planners. And then what you can find if you go on Etsy is a lot of people will make custom sticker packs uh, that are tailored to the Erin Condren planners. Oh, how cool. Yeah, so I just really like it. It's just really, really simple. And one thing that's really fun that they just started doing recently is you can, you know, it's a big, thick, coiled binder but they have interchangeable covers 
like if you get bored with your cover you can buy a new one in the middle of the year and, oh, and just just kind of tear it off and, and put the new one on um, and you can get your name on it you can get it personalized uh, yeah I just feel like I needed something that was just like back to basics like I didn't want to write down which stone I had to move and I didn't <laughs> want to write down how I was feeling that day right. I just I needed something where I could literally just like Monday Tuesday Wednesday boom 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 these are all the things I need to do and that's it yeah. No, I listen, I love that you found something that works for you. Hopefully next year when we do another episode like this, I'll be like, those power sheets are done up until December 31st. I did it. Yes. Because I actually do think there is such, um, there's so much power in writing down your goals and plans and making, oh, for sure. you know, making that sort of map of like how you're going to get from point A to point Z. But I think some of the challenges, obviously, of using a physical planner is making the time Mm-hmm. to actually use them, which I think some, I think I feel like everybody I, sp- I speak to is like, oh, this is the year I'm going to, I'm going to finish the power sheets or this is the year I'm going to, you know, finish, you know, whatever it is, like get, get down to stay, stay organized. Yeah, stay organized. Yeah. So what have been some challenges, any other challenges for you that are not just the finishing of it? Well, I mean, obviously the big challenge is that, you know, carrying my planner around, it's so bulky. Yeah. Like, obviously I don't take it everywhere I go. Yeah. Um, I know like if you and I meet up to discuss the podcast, then I'll bring it with me so I can make some notes. And that's the other thing I like about, uh, I mean, every planner has space for this, but there's a place where you can make notes and they're just always there. It's not like I'm writing it on a post-it and losing it, right? <laughs> you know, two weeks later. Yeah. Um, so I keep all my notes in here. And um, like, I remember when you and I uh, first got together to even talk about starting the podcast, like all of those notes are in this planner. Oh, that's fun. Um, because- yeah, so I took it with me and just was just like, well, I'm going to have this for the year. So right. I'm going to take it with me and make my notes. But obviously, the challenge is the size. I know that's why a lot of people go digital, because they don't want to carry around a big paper planner. Mm-hmm. But really, for me, I just take it where I need to go, um, or sorry, where it needs to go. And that's it. Like, I don't really, I, I've, I've, over the years, I've found a good system that works for me. I have holiday council where I outline my goals for the year. I have my Google calendar where I keep my appointments and I have my paper planner where I write down the small tasks that I need to do every day. Yeah, I feel like for me, I, I'm getting to the point now of figuring out what that system is for me. Like HOCO always works, but then seeing that through the year is sort of what I'm exploring this year because like last year I did the chalkboard method, which we can talk about on another podcast. Oh, um, I'll link I've to it. It's, it's from the Bean Boss gals. And it's basically oh, yeah. like getting a giant whiteboard and writing out your goals per quarter, then per month and breaking it down. And I still, I'm looking at it right now. It's been hanging in my office all year and I probably will do it again for next year. Cause it's nice to have the huge visual in front of you. Um, and, but that was very, very, very specifically for my wedding planning business. So now that my business has expanded, you know, all the ways that I'm looking to plan things has also expanded. So I'm hoping that the power sheets coupled with HOCO and my Google Calendar. And then also I do brain dumps like every Sunday night of just like everything that has to happen for every single client and every single aspect. And like everything is tiered. So like the clients with the weddings that are coming up sooner have their stuff at the top yeah. of the list. And all like the volunteer stuff that I do is at the end. <laughs> so it's literally like in order of how I'm being paid. Do you write that into your planner, whatever planner you're using? No, that's a that's actually on my desktop I have like a like a template and then I just add to it all for basically from Friday through Sunday. I'm just adding to it and I print it out on Monday morning and put it on my desk so I can physically oh. cross off things. But that's more for like, you know, 
email this caterer about this tasting. Like it's very, very, very specific minutia, like emails that have to be sent and like just tasks. Like I could actually hand that to my assistant and say like, here, do some of these, mm-hmm. but it's helpful to just get it out of my head because I, that's a lot of the times where like I can't sleep because I'm thinking about like who ordered the ice for next weekend's wedding, <laughs> which doesn't really need to go in a planner. You know, it's sort of that, that middle ground. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. But for me, one of the things I'm going to do th- this year, so I'm, I'm making two commitments. I'm making them on air. So you, you have to hold me to them. <laughs> Is that one, I am committing to a Sunday night date with myself where I do not use my internet. And I, I have this chair in my in my uh, bedroom that I that I love, this blue velvet chair that I never use, that I, you know, pile clothes on top of it. And that's going to change. And every Sunday, I'm going to sit in my chair and I'm going to go through my power sheets and I'm going to like make plans. And then I'm also going to join, or maybe I'm going to start an accountability group for the power sheets. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I find power sheets especially lend themselves to accountability groups. In fact, if you buy the power sheets, they invite you to their Facebook um, accountability group. It has like 11,000 people in it though. So my plan is to start a private Facebook group that is for power sheet users that are, you know, wedding pros. So power sheets for wedding pros Facebook group, because we, there's no way we're going to have 11,000 people in it. <laughs> well, you never know. You never enough. know. But I also think like having even just, you know, we're always on Facebook, just having something pop up in your feed every Monday about like, hey, did you do your power sheets this week is more helpful than than ignoring it and then getting to like July and being like, oh, I haven't done those in a while, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's really good. Like the schedule that time in to sit down with your planner or your power sheets or whatever you're using to really uh, take a look at the week ahead. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I'm sure the accountability is necessary for some people, for sure. Yeah, I feel like it's necessary for me. I just don't acknowledge that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you acknowledged it right here. So. Yeah, so there you go. So we'll include links to everything we talked about in the show notes. We'll have links to how to get how to buy these items if you're interested and how to join the accountability group for wedding pros using PowerSheets. And we'd love to hear what you guys are using for your paper planners because apparently every year we have to buy new ones um, or like try a new system. <laughs> try and so, new, yeah. yeah. So tell us what you're using in our Facebook group, which is called rock your wedding biz podcast insiders. Yeah. Let us know what you're using or if you have a digital planner, we didn't talk much about digital stuff beyond um, Google calendar and thrive planner, but If you found something digitally that works for you, let us know about it because I'm always open to learning about new things and trying something new. Yeah, I'd love to. I love to hear about all the new things. And also, like, I know there's some we didn't even talk about. Like, I've never had an experience with the Emily Lay planner, but I know she's very popular. So I feel like every year there's like a brand new planner that comes out that is amazing. And um, I don't know, it's such a such a huge market. It's always so interesting to me how many how many things we have to try to keep our lives organized. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let us know. And also real quick, um, since we got back from Wedding MBA earlier in November, we've had a ton of new people join the group. We've had people leave us reviews, which is super awesome. Thank you so much. Um, we so love we the just reviews. Wanna, we love the reviews. We just want to say hello and welcome to all the new folks that found us through Wedding MBA. And we're just so happy you're here. And we're always open to hearing about topics that you want to discuss. So again, join the Facebook group and let us know what you want to talk about. Yeah, because we're starting to plan for next year's episodes. And so we definitely want to know what you want to hear more of. We already know you like pricing episodes because we can see the stats. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And we're going to we're going to do kind of like an end of the year wrap up 
later that will air later in December. And we're going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) But for now, we wish you happy planning for 2019. Yes. Uh, Join us in the Facebook group. Let us know about your favorite planners. And we will see you next week on the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This episode is sponsored by Moxie Bright Events, wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners. Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.